Hey, everybody. Because it's Thursday, I'm Jake. And I'm Riff. Are you Riff because it's Thursday, or are you Riff all the time? I'm generally Riff, yeah. Wow, you got promoted? <laughs> That's right. General Riff, reporting for duty. Uh, what kind of duty, duty are you reporting for? What are we, uh, what are we uh, speaking of duty, we finally got the toilet taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Gonna we sat here. Rattle that handle. Waiting for the toilet to stop running, and it never did. Somebody called us on so, the phone, and they yep. said, is your toilet running? And we said, yep. And they said, better go catch it. Better jiggle the handle. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we're not recording a video games hot dog tonight, so I don't even know what to do. We're going to finish this, and then I'm going to be like, but I want Mexican food. <laughs> and we're not going to go get any Mexican food, because hot stuff is not with us tonight. Oh, no. Hot stuff is across the universe. Well, partway across the universe. <laughs> yeah. Chicago is elsewhere in the universe. I mean, right? I guess if you were just sitting in that chair, he would also be partway across the universe. Sure, a little ways across the universe. Yeah. Far enough away that we would never get there because of Zeno. That's right. Um, Good thing we got rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the second time we've made that joke in like two weeks. Um, we need to, somebody needs to un unearth an ancient philosopher named C.D. Moyer so that we can make slightly different jokes. What are you drinking there, Riff? It looks like a bottle of uh, old... Old timey medicine. It's old timey root beer. Okay. It's okay, but it uh, it goes flat too fast. Hmm. It doesn't just start flat. I don't think so. It might be hard to tell. Back then, they believed that the root beer was flat. <laughs> <laughs> it might be hard to tell because uh, it's hard to tell when it's flat when it when a soda is flat when it's very cold. Okay. So like right when they come out of the fridge, they don't seem flat. But okay. I don't know that I've ever experienced that hard to tell if it's flat when it's cold. Really? Maybe that was also the problem. That's why during the Ice Age, they also thought the Earth was flat. Oh, there you go. Because wasn't it until cold. Galileo was like, hey, check out this cream soda, that people realized <laughs> that carbonation was delicious. <laughs> um, and then and then the Pope excommunicated him. Yeah, and then he was executed. Yes. That's, that's the Holy Ghost in those bottles there, Galileo. <laughs> uh, spirits. <laughs> Holy spirits. That's right. Um salt of god it's like distilled god i was listening to some of that uh, hp lovecraft literary podcast oh, and yeah. they were talking about catch up on bringing that. people back to life by uh doing something oh, yeah. with their essential yeah. salts yeah pretty good <laughs> um i remember reading once in an issue of 321 contact that the material that makes up a human body is worth about 17 cents oh because that, that little huh you get enough iron to make a nail um <laughs> Which seems like if there was enough iron in you to make a nail, that there wouldn't have had to have been that that really implausible injection in order for a magneto to uh, make that guy's blood turn That's into some true. bullets. Yeah. Although I guess maybe there wasn't there was enough for him to kill the guy if he wanted to, but there wasn't enough for like that single nail would not have been enough to destroy his glass prison. I remember thinking. I remember hearing. A figure like that, but it was more at the time. It was more like a buck and change. Maybe, oh. maybe that's inflation, though. Yeah, these were in 1984 dollars, yeah. probably in 1984 17 census. <laughs> the 1917 census. <laughs> um. How much blood do you have, ma'am? <laughs> they, they went door to door with a centrifuge <laughs> and a blender. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> one out of every ten of us <laughs> has to. <laughs> give his life for the purpose of science <laughs> the march of progress then they during the depression they sold a lot of uh, mechanically separated meat uh, in, in quotation marks um i read an article about how uh fast food restaurants are are uh, rapidly moving away from the use of pink slime mm -hmm. which is some sort of like i don't know bleach treated meat goo that uh, yeah, I've seen said. pictures of like extruded deboned chicken pulp and it looks like just pink toothpaste coming out of a tube yeah delicious pink toothpaste yeah. you know who gets a hold of that Carl Budig and you know what he does with it <laughs> he presses it into some delicious slices of mechanically separated chicken meat mm -hmm. you put those on a sandwich and you are good to go I've got some of that in in my freezer in little dinosaur shapes Ooh, Carl Budig dinosaurs I Carl Budig what is best in life <laughs> <laughs> um, how you been? It's been a while since our listeners been, heard anything. Been, out been of you. all right. Been keeping it keeping it cool and casual. Yeah. Uh, what do you? Uh, as opposed to what? Uh, I don't know. Freaking out. 
Okay. Freak it <laughs> I, out. I and pretty dress much in real never. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Every once in a while, two, two things I basically never do. Flip his shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Monocle like, just goes straight into the wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I suppose since this is one of those Kingdom of Loathing shows where we're, we're uh, not allowed to be funny oh. or talk about anything that isn't right. that Kingdom of Loathing. Ah, I don't like these restrictions. Why did I even make all these rules? They're like rules for making a shittier show. Um, you been up to any arts and crafts projects that our KLL audience would like to know about? Um, no, not particularly. Stitching anything? I was gonna. I was. I'm gonna have to stitch a thing. I have this. Uh, this is a super interesting story. I have this ottoman uh, that I keep under my desk at home to put my feet up on while I'm using the computer. And $20 ottoman from Target slowly uh, just the cushion got flatter and flatter and flatter until mm-hmm. my uh, my heels were just resting on some boards covered with tacks. Yeah. Uh, so that was less comfortable than I mean, I, I, I had a futon that that happened to once. So I bought another one, but it's got this lid on it that keeps coming off. Uh, so I think I'm going to have to stitch the lid shut. Hmm. Either that or I could just get heavier feet. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that you can eat that makes your feet denser? Fishing weights. Okay. I guess they would go to the bottom. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. I'd have to I'd have to get real sharp ones so they could make it out of my digestive tract, though. <laughs> can't imagine anything going wrong with this plan. <laughs> I did Actually, I remember now. I, I did do something a little bit crafty. I finished framing all those... Uh, elaborate fantasy maps I had. Yeah, I saw that there was some of that. Is that one map from The Prisoner? Is that? Yes. Okay. Is that like a replica of a thing that's like on a wall? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, there's like one that you can see on a wall and one that in the first episode when he's raging around trying to figure out what the hell is going on, he he gets a map from the, from the local general store. And it's, I, I believe, reading... In the stuff that came with that map that I bought, that those two maps in the show are slightly different, so they kind of had to compile a best fit as as well as they could. Do you imagine that the guy who made these replica maps spent more time making that map than the people who originally made the show? Almost made? absolutely positive, yeah. You know what I want is I want that letter... Uh, that you see in a bunch of old television shows, like that Ward Cleaver is reading, mm-hmm. where it's like, this is a bunch of sentences that are made to look like a letter from somebody yeah. to somebody else. <laughs> I want one of those. I want a framed <laughs> copy of that letter. I um, always assumed that those those letters just had, uh, you know, whatever lines the character was supposed to say while while looking uh, at it, yeah. just to make things easier on the actor. But yeah, I've I've heard that that's not actually the case. Yeah, you don't want to start giving them those crutches. Yeah, they got to be professionals. If you can't memorize twenty minutes of lines for a sitcom, then you don't deserve to work in <laughs> Leave It to Beaver. You don't deserve to get cool prop letters. Yeah, I wonder if they, I wonder if they let Hugh Beaumont keep. I wonder if Hugh Beaumont was buried with that letter. <laughs> if so, it's going to be really expensive. Uh, to get a hold of that thing. Uh, I would also like a framed Hugh Beaumont skull <laughs> to hang on the wall in my study. That's, that's quite a frame. <laughs> we can kill two birds with one stone here. Uh, and then I would like to frame someone else for robbing Hugh Beaumont's grave so that I don't get in trouble for it. Um, probably have to put it in the garage because if people found that, they'd be like, you're under arrest for possession of human remains. Mm, actually, well, if uh, they're... God, what are the rules? I know, I know that you can... You can sell dry human remains like bones. You just can't sell anything squishy or liquid. Oh, okay. Um, what? I, like, I don't imagine wanting any human remains that are squishy or liquid. Yeah. What about a shrunken head? Does that count as squishy? I don't know. Because if it's dry, if it's a really dry shrunken head, which yeah. most of them are, I don't think they shrunk unless you dry them. Right. Um, one time I sat uh, in a hairdryer for a really long time because I was trying to reenact that scene from Beetlejuice. <laughs> Uh, it totally didn't work. I just my hair was super dry though. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it was like I got I shocked everybody everywhere that I went, both with static electricity and with my dapper coiffure. They had never seen hair so frizzy in their life. Uh, all right, let's get into let's get into this forum thread. Some bloke writes, as someone who suffers from burnout every once in a while, would you ever consider a feature of some sort wherein after a certain amount of days, say 20 plus, any specific point of the game which has some RNG influence has the results skewed heavily to the player's side? Make it so the player has some sort of golden run to the naughty sorceress so that they can ascend as soon as possible to get straight back into the game, especially for a player in the middle of a hardcore run such as myself. Mm. Well, it's interesting that you would ask for that because a feature that may well have rolled out by the time you hear this uh, that we've been talking about adding since DragonCon 
uh, is a uh, what what we thought of for a long time as a suicide booth, but then just decided mm-hmm. to frame it as an interface element rather than a place in the world, which is just a start this run over. Um, it's just a button that if your run is more than a certain length, it just lets you ascend, and you barely. I think you get the same karma that you get from a casual run, and whoa, so that so that you can get some gear to take in with you, yeah. uh, and then you just start over. Uh, and we're thinking of, that's mostly targeted for people who uh, come back after a while and have no idea what the fuck is going on. I don't know that that gives you exactly what you want, some bloke, uh, but it, you know it's close enough. Yeah, it doesn't uh, does doesn't give you the massage RNG that lets you just go and win the run, but it does let you get out of a bad situation quickly. It would be really tricky to do that. Well, it wouldn't be tricky. It would just be sort of time consuming to Mm. go through and find every spot where that is a thing. And it's not like we could just say like, you know, I mean, there is that variable that's just RNG friendliness that we could, Oh, we could just uh, up, up that by 30. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of things. It's based on like your forum post count (laughs) and whether or not we like you. There's, there's a bunch of factors (laughs) at play there. How many trophies you have. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's you know it's ironic that the more trophies you get, the 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 further you are from ever being able to hit a leaderboard. <laughs> it's like you know it's because you're good at PvP. With trophies, you're good at PvP. Um, Crimbo wrap up question writes Metaraxis because holidays are holidays. I missed Crimbo Town's disappearance, which sucked. Wow, even though we left it for a really long time afterwards, your holidays must be crazy. Yep. Your Christmas lasts all year. <laughs> oh, how jolly. Because of holidays, I've never done anything. <laughs> because it's always Christmas in Matraxis land. But then I hear on the podcast that you're planning on running a scripted dump unclaimed gifts into inventory, which is awesome. But then I log in and find that this did not happen, putting us back in a sad panda category. What caused the change? Was it a matter of forgetting, or was there some quirk of dick-stabber behavior that forced the change? All in all, though, it was a fun combo. Thanks. No, I mean... All of the main presents uh, we sort of engineered to be dick-stabber immune uh, in that they don't have dicks. <laughs> um, and the we could, I think uh, C.D. Moyer wrote code. I thought he had already done this, and I said on the radio that we had already done it, uh, but apparently we hadn't already done it. Yeah. And then I saw uh, him saying yesterday, uh-oh, Jake told everybody that I did this. I guess I better do this, but then I don't know if he actually <laughs> did it or not. Um, I guess I could... I could uh, Tell, use our management tools and tell him do this, oh, yeah. and then I would know when it was done. That's true. Um, yeah, but we're still gonna we're still gonna do it. No, and and I mean the the only thing is like yeah, we don't want to dump stockings into the fact that we are so unpredictable about when we're actually gonna get to <clears throat> doing the things that we say we're gonna do means it would it would have been pretty tricky to engineer a run where you were able to take advantage of even getting all of the food and booze from the stocking dumped into your inventory. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Alfredo, blah, listen to listen to this frog. <clears throat> he ribbits in my throat. <clears> throat> Sorry, uh, you know a professional podcaster would edit that shit out. <laughs> yeah, maybe this professional podcaster will. Uh, Alfredo Boyardee writes: Will there ever be any more amazing ideas? I love those things. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> no, think we're planning. I think on... we're used up. <clears throat> really, we're never going to have another good idea. Yeah. Uh, top twelve fourteen says, ah, sandpaper isn't a combat item. I thought it was going to be a combat item that deleveled. Make an overpowered combat item. See if anybody notices. I never knew about Big Boom until a clanny needed a way to beat the naughty sorceress in Bad Moon. Uh, yeah, nobody does notice overpowered combat items because nobody ever uses combat items. Yeah, I feel like they get that spider web and they're like, fuck. I would have rather had the three meat I could sell that for than this bullshit where I just made a knob goblin slightly weaker. Um. I, you know, I, I continually say that I could probably triple or quintuple the amount of damage and deleveling that all combat items do and no one would notice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, also, people are getting so hardcore in their combat skills that you would pretty much have to have all combat items be instant kills before anyone would rather use them. Yeah, we you know we always think of combat stuff as a thing that we can just pour on, mm-hmm. you know, as a because it doesn't really matter. Like combat is not really designed to be hard, except if you're really pushing yourself. And even in that case, like the higher numbers aren't really a big deal, yeah. right? Until they get really high. Uh, also, I made spaghetti con calaveras in Bad Moon as a pasta mancer. This seems very, very wrong. Much worse than white chocolate chip brownies. Please make salsa de los epicas require sauce crafting. I'm surprised that it doesn't. I thought that all of those required sauce crafting mm. maybe we just missed one yeah 
because I think the other things that are in that category all require it. Yeah, that's all the uh, reagent pastas, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, also, I used to listen to NPR radio in lab. I thought this was like I used to listen to Radio Lab on NPR, but just mm-hmm. uh, parse badly. But uh, then we built a fish facility in the basement, and radio there was very spotty. So I started downloading podcasts to my iPod. How do you feel that even when I have radio signal, you Nerdist and Judge John Hodgman have replaced Talk of the Nation? I feel pretty good. <laughs> Although I would rather have replaced uh, Science Friday because that Ira Flato clown is a clown. I. I don't listen to NPR. I don't know who that is. He's a, he's this clown oh, that okay. does Science Friday. Is he I don't remember really who, a clown? No. Okay. I don't remember who does Talk of the Nation. Well, he might be a clown. I don't know where he went to college. It could have been mm. Clown You. It could have been Clown, <laughs> clown You, buddy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I have not listened to John 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 John. John, John. Because um, that isn't a thing. It's just me making some noises with my mouth. Uh, have you have you listened to any Judge John Hodgman? Yeah, they're pretty good. Are they? Hodgman is a funny guy. Okay. I. I mean, I, I so I like him, and I think that he is a funny guy, and I think that he is a cool guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how excited I am about his shtick. Hmm. You know, I mean, part of it is like getting a little tired of that track that's on that MC Frontalot album, which I know you're probably just not supposed to listen to that every time. But if yeah. you're just listening to it in sequence, it's like, oh, OK, here's like his deal is kind of like the in a lot of ways, he does the opposite of the yes and right mm-hmm. where he is just like, you know, it's like a basically a, a funnier and slightly more pretentious version of nope. No, wrong. (laughs) What you just said was wrong. Um, I mean, and sometimes, you know, it goes off on its own and it's fine, but it's like, yeah, I don't don't know. Is it, it's good though. Yeah. I enjoy it. I'll take your word for it and I'll listen to some, and I will also take top 12, 14's word for it. Jesse Thorne does a good, uh, counterpoint as the, uh, the, 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 uh, Oh, uh, it would be moderator. good. Yeah, not so much moderator bailiff. as bailiff. He's he's yeah. Doug Llewellyn. Exactly. To That's Hodgman's Wapner. That is that is the the name I was looking Hodgman's for. Hodgman's Wapner sounds like a disease. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your husband has Hodgman's Wapner. <laughs> Feed him plenty of cloves and keep him out of direct sunlight. Um, yeah, take him in for regular bleedings. <laughs> we went, we went to this old West museum sort of, and, uh, a lot of the medical technology was like, here's a knife for bleeding. Yeah. Here's a cup for bleeding into. Yeah. It wasn't there. Somewhere I saw a thing like that. That was basically like a metal thing you put on a guy and oh, push a button yeah. and blades shoot yeah, out of it. Jesus. <laughs> I, that thing is horrifying to me. That was, uh, so, uh, many years ago. Uh, when I had befriended this stripper that was in my German class and we used to go get drunk before German class at the bar mm-hmm. down the street mm-hmm. from campus. And one day she showed up and she was like, I saw this on TV and I thought Zach would like this. And so I hit record and she gave me a VHS tape with a documentary about the Mutter Museum oh, nice. in Philadelphia, the museum of like medical oddities and stuff, which that place was awesome. And that documentary was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that part where there was that, it just, it looked like a little, I don't know, like a tape dispenser or something, only it had like a lever on top that you would crank back and then a button that you would push and these three little whirling blades <laughs> would zip out of one of the, of like recessions in one of the surfaces. Uh, <laughs> recessions. In one yeah. of, oh, God. Cutting, man. That's the thing that makes me real. It's just, it's unnerving to think about. Yeah. It's like, I get that like fear of heights thing when I think about getting cut. And you know, when you get cut, it's not that big a deal. No. Like you cut yourself and it's like, oh man, I cut myself. And then you like look at it for a second to see if it's deep enough that it's going to just start gushing blood. And if so, you do something about it. And if not, you're like, oh. Yeah. But man, thinking I'd... about it is so much worse than having it happen. Once I, I nearly cut the very tip of my finger all the way off with an X-Acto knife while I was working on stuff in art school, and it was a completely new blade, so I didn't notice anything had happened until there was already blood everywhere. Mm. <laughs> that was pretty surprising. Good story, too. <laughs> Lots of Phil says, I've been thinking about the popularity of Trendy as a challenge path. It was a polarizing idea back when the first two Type 2 contests were mooted. It is clearly, to me at least, more useful than Fist and B as a non-current challenge path. Future contests, etc. But it seems less popular now than B and Fist were in their heydays. Uh, And then he's got some numbers. And then he says, I have two questions. One, is the relative popularity of Trendy as a challenge path interesting to you guys? Two, would you care to pull up some numbers? Uh, No. Uh, I don't. 
have an easy way to do that. It, you might try and draw C.D. Moyer's attention to that question because he can, he does more of that than I do, so he knows more how to how to get that data out of the ascension table quickly. Hmm. Um, I, uh, you know, it is unsurprising to me. Like this was in a lot of ways a more of a feature for the future than it was an interesting current challenge right. path run to do. And we're going, the, the next one is, is back on track to be reasonably content rich um, and, and pretty different and, and give you a limited, uh, limited subset of choices like that. I think that this new thing will both operate as a model for future current challenge paths uh, for future challenge paths <laughs> and, and uh, have more, of that it'll like scratch more of the itch that bees did and yeah. even more of the ones yeah. that fist did i guess um stetherell says would you consider allowing the mall to Im interact directly with hanks even for players in ronin and hardcore you put items for sale directly from hanks and meat from those sales would go to hanks also players could purchase items from the mall with meat from hanks and have the items go directly to hanks i doubt this would have much effect on runs as most serious normal ascenders stock up on items they may need and run before they ascend although the amount of planning required for a normal run would be reduced and the penalty for a misstep severely reduced which dulls the ascension learning curve a bit uh, this may eliminate the need for a mall multi though so I do like the idea of eliminating the need for a mall multi, but what I don't like is you forgetting to get something ready for it. Like there is so yeah. little prep work that needs to be done for runs now. And the idea of you being able to go and buy something with meat from Hanks, I mean, part of me thinks, well, it's not a big deal because you obviously could have done this right. ahead of time, right? But, you know, it having it, that having that bit of forethought seems like it should be part of and it also creates a situation where multiple people can collude mm. to like you can get something from somebody else if you don't have it at no actual social cost. Right. Right. Except for except for arranging it, because you could just say like, hey, somebody, you know, real quick, put this thing in your mall store real cheap. And then you get pissed off that a mall bot buys it <laughs> before before you do. And it's like I am less irked by the by the prospect of writing code to get things in and out of hanks because we've slowly been adding functionality and and tightening that stuff up and the the code in hanks that i was nervous about is just not there anymore hmm. um cd moyer sort of pointed that out that we've just rewritten everything so many times since uh since back in the day that i'm i'm less apprehensive well i'm no more apprehensive about that code than i am about all code <laughs> just all code in general <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, it's it's not as off the table as it used to be, but there are still there are still some consequences of it that I'm not sure I'm entirely okay with. Uh, Strange Creation says, "Have you read Homestuck? Because I see that lots of people on the forums uh, have MSPA avatars. I'd love to see some Homestuck related uh, content in KOL. Say a Colonel Sprite familiar. I'm I'm a big fan of it. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to work in any references." to it yet that I recall it is uh, it's starting to get comprehensible again oh yeah 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 I just I I think that I need that to be in book yeah form he's the first volume of it has come out in book like the whole for like because I, no, I remember the, a a book has a book entitled Homestuck Volume One. Oh, has oh come Homestuck out. has okay. Yeah. Okay, is is all of Problem Sleuth done in I book form now? I don't think so. Because I, I think so. the I third one recently came okay. out. Okay, the third one out of how many? I mean, because there's got to be like yeah, this is a nine hundred volume. <laughs> um, you know, I'm glad that that guy's doing that, but it's it's hard for me to consume it. Mm. If I ever could get caught up, or if I could ever just pick a starting point that wasn't, you know, literally like three thousand panels from current, yeah, you know, then then it'd be. And plus, I think he can't help but make jokes about stuff that happened in the past that it are are going to be less funny, right? Yeah, yeah. I, even if even like I could give you the the link to the page from the the beginning of this act that has started over with new characters and stuff but they're the these new characters are so closely related to the previous characters that you still wouldn't really know what's going on All right Starwed writes, would you ever consider doing direct cameos of characters from indie games in the style of Super Meat Boy, maybe Familiars or a tiny plastic set? I specifically don't mean obvious homages such as the mini hipster, but direct references. 
that's not really our style. Yeah. I, um, I feel like if we went that blatant about it, we'd have to actually contact those people and make sure they were okay with it. And well, that I mean, like, which might be a good excuse for us to, well, that's you know, true. To, to, to get to make to some contacts. Yeah. Um, let's see. Spriteless says, do you plan to expand the game into new areas like buying advertising uh, to get new players or making an official app for people to buy KOL on iPhones or anything other than your current approach of relying on word of mouth? I don't like the idea of doing any of those things. I, Advertising is not entirely out of the question, although you can't get much better advertising than that massively review. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's, like <laughs> I didn't read it. I like I, I I read the stuff that was above the fold in my Google reader, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm in the middle of enough stuff that I don't want to read something that's going to depress me. Somebody in in dev chat, I think it may have been CDM, pointed out that okay, this is a guy who says he doesn't like to read because he gets migraines, doesn't like snarky humor. This is and then massively picked this guy as the guy to review KOL. They did one of the guys at Massively did a like a, a week long segment or whatever on the game archaeologist thing that they do mm-hmm. on KOL a while back, and it was yeah, I don't know, I don't know why they felt the need to do a a review of a nine-year-old game that they're like, the, the, the thing that bothered me a little bit in what I did read, and I don't, I don't understand this exactly. It said like his complaint was that we are not, we do not, the game doesn't express itself confidently enough, which I really don't understand what he means by that. that Like that, it that it's like, it is what it is, but it's not comfortable being that. And I don't, think that that's the truth at all yeah that doesn't i mean i like i mean i understand those words but that sentence makes no sense the the iphone app you know everybody says hey it'd be a great idea to do an iphone app uh but nobody can actually describe what the iphone app would be Hmm. um which you know one of the things on the priority list for last year was getting a mobile version up and running and uh you know one of these days kevin seems or hot stuff seems pretty well convinced that he's got the idea for layout i haven't seen his 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 mock-ups you're right yeah man it's like every every year that i live i lose another hundred vocabulary words you don't think you've gained any new ones in the last year to make up for it maybe (laughs) what are they uh there was some new study that that it used to be the accepted uh wisdom that uh, cognitive abilities started to decline at 55 hmm. and now uh, they're uh, de- they've demonstrably proven that it happens at 45 so by the time we turn 40 they'll have figured out that it's 40 oh, great. and then by the time we're 45 <laughs> they'll say no it actually starts at birth ba- babies are super fucking smart and it's just all downhill from there yeah they just don't seem smart because they don't have full motor control yet it's like you have this brief burst of enthusiasm like finally i'm out of that vagina and then you're just like <laughs> and that lasts until you die. <laughs> yes, the death is the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mad Surgeon says the writing on the new annual familiars in the Librum of Resolutions is full of awesome. Who wrote what? Scully wrote most of the Kloop stuff. I wrote yeah. most of the Gruse stuff. Riff wrote, wrote most of the the, the, the couplets sousif- that the, the yeah. of regular text. Um, Hot Stuff designed all of the Librem of Resolution stuff. Hmm. Um, he just made that from scratch in, in an afternoon, which was awesome. Because then it was like, sweet, we don't have to do an item of the month this month. <laughs> and then I wrote the stuff that happens when you use uh, all of those resolutions. So I, yeah. I think I think that all – I'm almost certain that every bit of the text for the Librem of Resolutions was me. Um, I love those – lists of uh workouts that's my favorite thing from oh, yeah? the new yeah you you resolve to start juicing your delts and <laughs> doing 30 30 sets of 27 reps with um, yeah uh the erosion seeker says can we have bje be both non-consumable and skill granting or at least usable on others like warm water glasses what's bje yeah, i don't know what bje is uh be- oh best joke ever oh. okay um did somebody did did best joke ever get released into the wild? I think that a very limited number of them were used in the most disruptive possible way, and so now it's a thing that and like no 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 not no absolutely not non consumable absolutely not skill granting 
Uh, and no, Skill not usable. granting. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I want to say that maybe Cirrus just sent it to somebody who was talking a lot in newbie and who didn't who was obviously the kind of person who was going to use whatever got sent to him <laughs> and not not spend any time looking up what it did or, or how. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sirius is a fucking troll, man. He just goes and he just goes and gives that effect to every devster whenever he thinks about it. So it's like yep. just jaw bruised and boner boner fart butt boner. <laughs> uh, Feneldar says, "I know not everything has to be the best thing ever, but the boss bat bling, which drops from the boss bat, you don't say, with the mind control at a certain level, is even worse than the shiny ring. Maybe bump it up a little bit in power." Well. There was long ago a project underway to totally change the way the mind control device works on bosses um, to make that trophy meaningful, more meaningful than uh, you. You beat all of these bosses with plus 11 monster level, which, <laughs> you know, at the time was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Uh, John Patrick McPuh says, I was listening to an old radio show from December and you said you didn't like, wait, that's not, I was listening to an old radio show from as little as 10 days ago. Uh, and you said that you didn't like that. The mine was the only place where you could spend a turn and get nothing. How about when you mine a space with nothing in it, you get a clod of dirt, which can then function like a handful of sand, combine X number of clods to get an Adobe brick and then use X number of Adobe bricks to create a new campground dwelling. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a thing. You do something that you can use in quantity to do some stuff or just, uh, you know, you get like 10 meat, even 10 meat. I would yeah. feel OK about like you you take the chunks and you go and you pan them. Um, you you pan them give in your review in the New York sand. Times. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Accessory says Faustus Pringle. Welcome back, Faustus Pringle. Yeah, wow. That guy's been around a long ass time. Uh, Mr. Accessory can be had for $10 US and Mr. A is valued at 10 Canadian. Would you consider a European equivalent for donors of 10 Euros, perhaps a Germanic hair accessory? Hmm. Uh, and then somebody says just that, for your hair. Yeah, it is. It's like a banana clip. It's pretty <laughs> sweet. Uh, no, you know, the Mr. A was a joke and it's not. It wouldn't be funny if we did it for every currency and it mm -hmm. would just be another thing we had to deal with. There's been a kind of a surge in getting $10 Canadian bills in the mail. I've given huh. out more Mr. A's in the last month than I did in the year before that. That's weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, maybe, Apple... maybe some Canadian newsletter mentioned us or something. Ah, could be. Applecore99 says, uh, man, I've been listening to all this Applecore lately. <laughs> Um, I've actually just been holding an apple core up to my ear. A question about ultra rares. Do you feel that the meat quote value quote of these is too great? I mean, I feel that the meat value of ultra rares is entirely determined by the market. And since yeah. I am like, I'm like extreme capitalist when it comes to virtual economies. And I, I, you know, I feel the opposite about virtual economies that I do about the real world. I wish more people would capitalize on limited information hmm. in and expertise in the KOL economy because I think that that's interesting. I would love it if I could if I could deliberately create a situation where like there was a new thing that only one guy knew how to make and he didn't just post it to the wiki and he, yeah. he sold it for great meat gains. I mean, we almost had that with those there were like uh potion recipes or something that you needed the recipe to make wasn't there yeah we tried to, we tried to do it yeah right and I, I don't know that you know i don't know how much of that we can force right because they they there's some of those in the raffle house but mm. the stuff that they made wasn't crazy good i don't think and it quickly bottomed out uh, you know it might have been interesting for a while i guess that's really all you can hope for yeah is is that something will be economically interesting for a while it's always and, going until to and, until either out. everybody has one or everybody has figured out how to make it yeah uh, let's see. Listen to the new video games. Hot dog says El Accordionacci. Could you please post unless you're still working on it? The aforementioned year in review episode. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry about that. I think I got all those posted on Monday. Um, mm. I forgot to upload them before I went out of town for two days. So, so, um, the erosion seeker asks for a multi feed feature on the sliming and somebody points out that it already exists and that there's a link to it in your terrarium. Uh, BC Goldman says, have you thought about adding an upgradable tattoo to the bounty hunter hunter that's earned by spending lucre like the Hobopolis tat? That's kind of interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Magical Muffet Top says, why can't we move stuff from Hanks to the mall while in hardcore bad moon Ronan? It isn't like we get the meat. It goes to, yeah, okay. So that's the same question as the other question. Uh, let's see. 
Have you ever considered adding a mechanic, writes Wack, that causes your next adventure to not cost one? Huh. Uh, yes, it is the mechanic whereby you eat something and it gives you one adventure. <laughs> uh, we, we put that mechanic into the lemon. <laughs> so go ahead, and, uh, go ahead and eat one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, Casey Wiederman says the question, uh, have you thought of any alternatives to just having the client's page reload every few seconds? Comet, long polling, server push, oh, long polling. <laughs> Ask your mom about my long polling. Uh, do any of these or others seem viable? Infinite loops and constant server connections seem wrong somehow. Well, failing that convince me into liking the five second auto refresh. Well, it is difficult with a browser as I understand it. Um, you know, I don't know anything about anything post-1994 uh, <laughs> web technology. But without Flash or a Java applet or something, it's there's no easy compatible native support for opening a socket from hmm. a web browser that I'm aware of. <laughs> See, I don't there, even know what that means. There might be, a, there might be an HTML5, but I mean, the, you know... It's, uh, or there might be some trick that I'm not aware of that we could use, but it's, you know... <sighs> The requests that are made by something like the chat or something like Alice's Army or any of the things that we have that just do that that constant polling are so are so lightweight that it's just not a big deal. It, you know, it, it is maybe it is like I could see somebody arguing that it's methodologically bad because it could get to be a problem. But as long as we stop it from becoming a problem, it's not going to be a problem. Right. You know, I don't think you think about it with the chat, but that's how the chat works. And, you know, it's fine. Like. As as you're using it, it's just you're chatting, you know, and we could, you know, make a thing that worked like IRC where it opened a connection and it didn't get any data until somebody talked. But that's just like we suddenly have all these compatibility issues across multiple browsers and screen readers and whatever. And just doing it this way, doing it this way is like a tried and true and and standardized tech. Uh Terrible says, how are new players supposed to figure out the smurf at the Naughty Sorceress fight? When I first ascended five years ago, I could barely make it out through context clues in the forums and on cold front. Nowadays, there just seem to be no hints whatsoever, and the only option is to go to the wiki. My friend just ascended for the first time ever and never used the wiki. We had to give her all ma we had to give her massive hints before she figured it out. I like the Naughty Sorceress quest and don't think you need to revamp it, but I feel like something needs to be done about the wand. Would you consider a change or hint without a full revamp of the quest? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah it, it's it, that's just one of the things that I don't like about it. I mean, yeah. I like the fact that you have to find the wand of turning things into anagrams to make it. And I like the fact that you get it out of these letters that drop in various places. But mm -hmm. the odds of you getting through the game without seeing any of those letters are non-zero. And yeah. so, you know, I think just once you get there having a quest to go get the Ruby W and then go get the metallic a or whatever. And having like having it just yeah. tell you where yeah. to go to get those things. If you don't already know is, is fine. Yeah. Um, have a, have a goblin or a worm sitting on the wall or something. Warn you that you're going to need this before you go any further. Yeah. Or, you know, have a, you know, like a door that you can't open uh, yeah. without it. Right. I mean, right. just the Zelda trick of like, you know, this is the thing that I need to beat this boss. So here is a thing that narratively explains to me, you cannot get into the boss room without having this thing. And this yeah. is, you know, this is what you need. Um, Bob 050184 says, I'm not spading. I'm just curious. Has any player ever gotten two ultra rares in one day? Has any player ever gotten two ultra rares in consecutive adventures? I don't know. I, you know, there's nothing stopping either of those yeah. things from happening, but, um, yeah, the gap in the plot says that most of uh, Europe would have Faustus Pringle's head for suggesting a hair accessory. <laughs> uh, Transplanted Netwife says, I love the forum sigs we're able to create via the game interface. Would it be possible to add the ability to list the stats from one of our ascensions? For example, the player would choose ascension number 77 as the option, and the sig would list favorite ascension, hardcore no path 3 slash 791. It would be really cool if we could have it select our fastest ascension based on a path and then day slash turn count, and thus the sig would update as a faster ascension is completed, but that might be making it too complicated. That sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't remember how any of that stuff works. It sort of failed to do what we hoped it would do. Hmm. You know, I don't think a whole lot of people were using them. And so it ended up just being like, you know, more of a toy. And it's a toy that few enough people are messing with. And it, you know, sort of gives us little enough of the benefit that we were hoping for that it's adding features to it might not be the best use of our time. No. Yeah. 
spot. You can say that about anything. Uh, Dead Ned says, I'm not sure if this is something anybody besides me cares about, but in Inferno, Dante's journey through hell started in the forest. So shouldn't the portal to Dis be located in the distant woods and not the nearby plains? The problem with that is that there are people who don't have access to the woods. And it, that's a problem that takes five turns to solve if you know what you're doing. <laughs> but I kind of prefer, I mean, I guess the wormwood doesn't work like that. But nowadays, I, you know, like the 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 astral gashes that appeared, the astral slashes, mm-hmm. the astral whatevers that appeared when uh, there was the skeletal invasion. I put them everywhere so that everyone, no matter what stage of the game that they were in, would be able to see one and get yeah. to it. And I think, you know. For the person who starts and gets one of those familiars on turn zero and then uses the thing and then has no idea where to go, then it's like, what do you... I, it, I know it's not a real thing, but it's just a, a little a little thing that bugs me. Um, Starwood says, is it supposed to be tricky or should we have figured out what Fortunate Resolve does yet? Well, it's supposed to be tricky. It's supposed to be a hidden, hidden secret. Uh, Erosion Seeker says, can we have troll synergy between cheese diapers and warm water? Don't bother. He's already got that covered. Yeah. Um, she got glasses on, uh, says, why aren't s'mores autosellable? Pretty sure I have more than one or more than I can ever eat ever. It would be lovely if I could cash <laughs> them in somehow or feed them to a familiar or something. Thanks. Yeah. Well, we're eventually going to introduce the familiar that eats s'mores. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, says Faustus Pringle, since the show's on after my UK bedtime, where can I find the answers to these questions? Are they archived somewhere? I'm sure I've seen a transcript of one somewhere, too. Anybody who's listening to this does not need to know that, because you can either listen to it on the podcast, uh, or you can listen to it on the radio.kingdomofloathing.com archive, or you can listen to it on Radio KOL. Available online at wherever Radio KOL is online. (laughs) Um, then people are answering that... A question, says Jokai. Well, actually, he says, thanks for Crimbo. I think I'm finally getting my head around this game. Yay. Uh, Out of all the revamps that have been talked about, which is the closest to fruition? Dude, I don't know. Hmm. Deciding what to do is the hardest thing. Yep. The waiting is the hardest part. Edit. Also, what was your favorite album, music, of 2011? Guessing this won't be in the year-end review. Boy, I don't Um, know that I heard an album that came out in 2011. Not... Uh, well, let's see. Was the Kleptones album t- this past year? It might have been the previous year. The Kleptones album, Uptime, is one of my favorite albums ever. Um, but uh, Bastion soundtrack was pretty awesome. Okay. Bastion and uh, Binding I'm of Isaac. I would have liked the Binding of Isaac soundtrack. Yeah. We've gotten really up our own asses about video games, mm-hmm. not participating in culture anymore at all. There's probably all sorts of bands Video game culture. dopey names and dopey haircuts that we could be curmudgeonly about and listen to their music and say, I don't like this album. <laughs> Wave our cane at it. Our collective cane that we share. Shop Troll says, listening to the 1-2-2012 episode, uh, I mean the old Deuce-Odd AC Deuce, uh, you mentioned getting Word Realms finished for GDC. Any thoughts on submitting it to this year's PAX East Indie Showcase? It's mobile theme this year, and I thought you guys were planning on porting it to iOS, so that seems like a great place to show it off as well. You know, in front of actual gamers and all that. Um, I am not sure that... I don't... I, well, okay, so there there are a couple factors at work here. One is that I'm not, I can't say with 100% certainty that we are going to meet our goal of getting it done for GDC. And once it is done, I don't have a real good sense of how long it will take to port it to iOS. Hmm. Um, it's a thing that we want to do. Like, I want to port the single player Word Realms that we've been working on to the iPad. I don't know that it's worth trying to get it crammed onto an iPhone screen. That seems pretty small. Um but I want to get it out on the iPad for sale so that we can maybe recoup some of the spiraling costs of its development. Um, and also so we can have an iPad game out there. And yeah. also because it's cool, and I think that would put it in front of a lot of people who wouldn't necessarily otherwise see it. Yeah. Um, I, the The trouble is, it is very heavily designed it, because of my penchant for extremely simple interfaces there is a lot of stuff that relies on mouse overs and all of that has to be redone and there's probably some simple trick that we can figure out once we start you know i i don't even know how the aspect ratio of the game 
as it is in flash compares to the aspect ratio of an iPad screen. I think it's similar, yeah, but it's similar, you know, I don't know if we could get away with having it vertical and having the bottom be informational. So when you tap stuff, it just gives you whatever it is that you're tapping. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how annoying that's going to get either. Right. Like we don't have to worry about keyboard shortcuts because right. there aren't any keyboard shortcuts. But then we got to figure out like, all right, well, how do we have them play this without using the keyboard at all? I think it's possible, but it's not. It's not. I mean, it's already possible to click your letters to play them. Yeah. And I guess there is a space that you can click to play the word. It's not obvious yeah. what uh, what it is. I didn't know that that's how you did it. Um, it has been it has been really important to me that the game be entirely playable by keyboard mm-hmm. um, because I think that there's a class of people that are going to want that. That's something that drives me nuts about word. If I'm playing a word game on the computer and I cannot, if all I'm doing is making a word out of tiles and I can't just type the word, mm-hmm. that's just a game that's going to frustrate the shit out of me. Um, because I can think about it and type way faster than I can get the mouse in and click on stuff. Yeah. Uh, Bulletproof says, does Jick looking like Weird Al's twin cause issues with paparazzi? That keeps coming up, and I just don't look that much like Weird yeah, Al. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I can see where they're coming from, but it's. I feel like it's not real. He's a he's a handsome, handsome gentleman, and I'm, I'm some schlub. <laughs> um, let's see. Sean... Oh, look, a bunch of fucking people talking to each other in the goddamn question thread. Matola says, from what I've seen, it's fairly standard practice to have not questions in the question thread, no matter how many times Jick says to knock it off. You can apparently sneak around it by making your comment or answering somebody else's question and then asking a question of your own. Also, a question. Why can't we have meat.guyf in the MMG while you're in Ronin slash hardcore? The people have overwhelmingly rallied behind this cause. Um, Wait, what? I don't. I don't actually know what that means. Do people want to be able to play the MMG while they're in Ronin or Hardcore? Because um, I don't want that. I think you can play it with meat from Hanks when you're in Ronin or Hardcore, but I don't know if you can play it with your own meat because then you just run into that problem where it's like, I want to pull a bunch of meat, and so I'm going to collude with someone yeah. to take these bets, And get, although I guess you can't get the meat back if you... Hmm. Huh. Is there any way to game that, actually? I guess not. There's no way there's no way that you could reliably use that to get more meat because eventually you'll lose. Yeah. Um but still, I mean the uh, like I know that meat is probably not the issue in optimal uh softcore play, yeah. but it's just it's goofy. It definitely violates the spirit of not getting stuff from other people even though it's not uh not what which what Kuno says, regarding the hobo food and stuff, why not just have it not usable in hardcore slash Ronin? Keep the level requirements the same for people who break prism and want to do aftercore stuff. Won't this only affect the people doing these weird stunt runs? People in hardcore can't complain about not getting stuff since they can't actually get any boss gear anyway. Uh, you can also make sewer monsters give no stats in hardcore Ronin if you want to be evil and let people still basement dive in runs. Yeah. All of these things are extremely artificial and not... <sighs> They require adding new kinds of restrictions to things that don't currently exist, and I don't like those. Um, I I don't know. I think the jury is still out on whether this is a big deal, and it has been for years, and I don't honestly know. I don't know how people feel about it right now in the wake of somebody having posted that crazy-ass run. Yeah. Uh, also a question about regular item items of the month. Regular items seem to be the easiest to make, but only sell about 50% the normal amount. So why not release two items that month to make up for it? You can also have one of them be a shirt one time, so people stop complaining about no shirt item of the month. Or just make a torso item of the month, like a torso rack VIP lounge thing that lets people use shirts without needing awareness. Uh, sorry for the two questions and TLDRness. Yeah, I mean, that is... Yeah, that is thing we could do a we'd thing have we to, could do we'd have but, to come up with two of them well that'd be pretty easy i mean they are the item ones are pretty easy to do you know unless we decide that it's it's going to be something crazy that you know this is an item that also unlocks a bunch of content or whatever yeah. or it's like the like the swiss army knife the hmm. loathing legion knife whatever um well that's that's the questions that is every single one of them that is all 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 of the questions uh, let us see if there are any radio bug bears. 
some, we already did these. Delectai says, one of my clanmates pointed out some Buddhist themes in KOL, what with reincarnation and gaining experience from each additional life and choosing a different path depending on priors. Uh, yeah, well, we're, we uh, felt that Steve Jobs was worthy of emulating, so we all became Buddhists. <laughs> and also only eat fruit. Yeah. Which is actually mostly true of you. Since you often just have a jar of peaches for dinner. Yeah. I eat a lot of hummus. Hummus is a fruit. Hummus is a fruit. It's uh, it's made out of garbanzo beans, which, as we all know, are the musical fruit. Sari <laughs> uh, says, any way to tur- get the volume of the music to match the volume of the talking? I always turn it down, or I always have to turn it down in a hurry when you go on break, and sometimes I don't hear you all start back up. Yeah, you could just not listen to the Monday show live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't have to worry about it on this show because this is already all normalized and everything. The, you know, we, the Monday show is, and the quality of this shows this, it is subject to so many technical hurdles that the Thursday show is not subject to. And there's, you know, there's not a good way around a lot of them. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Raijan says, trivially preventing chat macro infinite loops. If expanded macro so far length is greater than 200, too long exception. Well, I don't know at what point, I don't know how they get parsed, right? So it's possible that they get sent out into executable code that would be longer than that, even if you weren't necessarily aware of it, right? So it would have to be put at some ridiculous length uh, to make sure that you never tripped it by accident. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Red Mage 13 says DJ, which I think was not probably supposed to be a, that was probably supposed to be a PM to chatbot. And Lingbeedy Lad says, could you make Kobold Treasure Hordes multi-usable, please? I don't want to. What about you, Riff? Can you do it? Mm, I don't think I can. Yeah, I don't think you can either. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. That was, I don't want to and Riff can't. And Hot Stuff's out of town. There's a checkbox in it for that in the spindler but i don't think that actually does anything i don't think it does anything it just (laughs) well it puts a use multiple link on the thing in inventory but it doesn't necessarily do anything well riff you got any parting shots um uh no well me neither then uh thanks for listening to the kol podcast sorry there's no video games hot dog this week but we'll be coming at you next week with a brand new episode pow pow pow. keep playing team fortress 2 i'm gonna play some more team team fortress 2 uh left for dead left for dead left two dead four Uh, (laughs) left left dead six left dead fast four furious (laughs) they're pretty furious left for furious fast dead yes um yeah good night everybody (laughs) 